Welcome to Tea Time with Nick. Today's episode is sponsored by me, Nick G. Only because I don't have any sponsors at the moment, but whatever. Hello, how are you guys? What a few weeks it has been, let me tell you. So I've had some things going on personally, and it was just so overwhelming. I literally was just like, there is no way that this is happening. And when I tell you it happened like back to back to back, I was like, oh my God, they say things come in three and these things were really coming in three. Like it hit me hard. I was like, I cannot deal with this. I'm mentally and emotionally drained. Like I literally cannot. Um, But you know, I'm back. Life moves on. You have to pick yourself up and keep going forward. So that's what I'm doing. Even though it was really like, ooh, I need to like, you know, take a breather. Um, And I'm really sad because I really want to talk to you guys after Valentine's Day. I was so excited about my Valentine's Day photo shoot, which I did. Here's a picture. Look at it. So cute. Inspired by Lana Del Rey's um, Skims photo shoot. Just look at the comparisons. I think I did a pretty good job. I mean, you know, for what I had and for what I was trying to do. I tried, okay? But with that being said, we have a lot to talk about. I mean, we are going from the horrible Willy Wonka experience, the P. Diddy lawsuit that's happening right now, to the Wendy Williams documentary that came out, all the drama between Bravo's Andy Cohen and Brandy Glanville, and all the music that has come out recently, because a lot's coming out and we have so much to talk about. But before we do that, make sure you guys follow me and subscribe to my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to, and follow me on social media, Nick G with two eyes on Instagram, and Tea Time with Nick everywhere else, or just head over to teatimewithnick.com for everything you need. So on that note, let's dive in. All right, so we have to start with all things Bravo, of course, and usually I would talk about the past episodes of Real Housewives and talk about them. But I'm not going to talk about them because it was the finales and it wasn't that really exciting on Beverly Hills or Miami. And I don't even remember. Um, and Potomac, well, you know, I think it's so boring. So let's get to the juicy stuff. And first, we have the Andy and Brandy Glanville drama. Okay, so backstory. It all kind of started with Brandy and Caroline Manzo from Real Housewives of New Jersey. So they were on um, the Real Housewives of Ultimate, uh, the Real Ultimate Girls Trip, Real Housewives, whatever it's called, and there was an allegation made towards Brandy from Caroline saying that she her uh, like sexually harassed her, like she touched her or something like that. I don't even really know, but pretty sure that the show is not going to air, like the season's not going to air, and of course Brandy is like, no, you guys need to show the clip. You guys need to show the season so I can be vindicated, you know, like show it. They're pretty much not going to show it. They're going to make Brandy look like the bad guy. And well, she's an easy target because, you know, Brandy is known for being behaving a certain type of way. She is known for doing certain things. So like she's an easy target to like, let's just place her with the sexual assault. Let's let her get in trouble. Let's do all that from my understanding, from what it looks like outsider looking in. Well, she's tired of being the, you know, fallback girl she came out with allegations towards andy cohen for sexual harassment it was pretty much andy um calling brandy on facetime to see if she wanted to watch him see if she wanted to watch him have sex with another bravo tv star and this is what andy said because he did comment on it 
He said, the video shows Kate Chastain and I clearly joking to Brandy. It was absolutely meant in jest, and Brandy's response clearly communicated that she was in on the joke. That said, it was totally inappropriate, and I apologize. Okay, and he's her boss. Like, that that's still not okay. Um, I By the way, I got a lot of shit for sticking up for Lizzo with her allegations, okay? So I'm not doing it this time. And what? He's going to get a pass because what? He's a gay white man? No. So this is what Brandy's lawyer said. He said, any boss clearly inebriated that contacts their employee by FaceTime and invites the employee to watch um, them have sex with another employee constitutes sexual harassment, plain and simple, under any definition of sexual harassment as defined by NBC. Why is Andy Cohen getting a pass? Any other supervisor at Comcast who did this would be fired on the spot, especially if the excuse was that this was a joke. I fully agree because I feel like Andy has gotten too involved with the housewives and the cast of everybody. I feel like they got too friendly, but at the end of the day, he is their boss. Like he should not be doing any of this stuff. Like he used to be so, um, like, I'm going to do my job, go home. Like, I don't want to be associated. I don't want to hang out with them. I don't want to party with them, but somehow the lines got blurred and he really needs to be like a hold accountable for this. Um, personally, I've been saying it's time for him to go. Like they need to bring somebody new in, not saying that it should be me, but it should be me because like, whatever. And if they just want to like, you know, like slap him on the wrist, but still have his job, he could work in the back scenes. Like he is just too involved in the main cast. Like he just needs to take some time off. He needs to, he needs to like let go. But it's crazy because I see all of these people on Twitter, mostly gay men, defending Andy, saying like, oh, Brandy's just looking for a quick paycheck. No, Brandy, if you're going to come for her, she's going to come for you. That's how Brandy's always been and who she always is. And I'm on Brandy's side, to be honest. Get this gay man off my TV. Although he's done some great things, it's time for him to go. He did too much. Let me have my turn, you know? And moving on, the other week I was talking about Alana having a shakeup and so much, and like I had so many ideas like, oh, Portia should join the show, Phaedra should join the show. Well, announcements are here. Marlo's out. Um, Shania, or Sonia is out, which I didn't really care because Sonia was so boring. But Marlo, I mean, they could have demoted her as friend of because Marlo brings such the drama. But I think the cast and Marlo have really just not been able to work together. So that's why they probably let Marlo go. Um, but they are bringing Portia back and she made this whole video like, Oh, you mean Portia, uh, Portia Williams. You mean Portia, Portia, whatever her last name is only to announce that she's now getting divorced. So I'm just like, what the fuck is really going on? I am really hoping that they bring back Phaedra because Phaedra is life. I don't know if you guys are watching, but Phaedra is on The Traders. Um, it's on Peacock. You can watch it. It's so good. I didn't watch the first season. I watched like a couple episodes of the first season, but this season, I just, Phaedra just pulled me in and I cannot stop. I, I've watched every single episode except for the challenges. I've asked for them because those are pretty boring. I really don't care. But sh- Phaedra, when I tell you she is TV gold, she is TV gold. Like, if you aren't watching, you are truly missing some iconic moments. And just here's a little bit of what she does. Like, this is this is what I'm living for. I'm glad you're not God. Now, you speak very eloquently. And unfortunately, this is not Parliament. So you could bring it down a notch and just get to the point. And we would really appreciate it. What you might have forgot, Peter, is this is not The Bachelor. 
don't have to kiss your ass for a rose. There's a lot of winners here from a bunch of different hard game shows like Survivor. Those people eat rattlesnakes and live in the jungle and hike naked. For God's sake, I've never done any of that. I glamp. And I barely glimp, honey. I glimp at the Ritz-Carlton. With that being said, let's move over to Hollywood. Well, actually, first, AT&T. Because what in the ghetto? Let me tell you what had happened. Because I don't know who was affected, but I know I was affected. So I was talking to my husband because he's currently in Turkey right now. And we were talking and all of a sudden it just blanks out. I have Wi-Fi, thankfully. He does. He did not at the time. So he had to call me off his dad's phone through WhatsApp. And I was like, what is going on? He was like, did you pay the bill? And I was like, yeah, for once, actually on time, I did. So um, then I go over to Twitter and I'm like seeing everyone's outage and like pretty much the whole United States is out. And I instantly thought of that movie about the um, like hackers cutting all the communications off and everything. And I am a person who overthinks everything. And I think the worst of everything. So I was like, oh, my God, it's a cyber attack. We're going to die. I'm never going to see my husband ever again. So I'm like telling him, like, I love you just in case I don't wake up. Like, whatever happens, I love you. Like, it was so crazy. And I was having a full-on panic attack because I didn't know what was going on. Uh, Verizon, like, T-Mobile and all of them, I started to see on Twitter that they were going down. I was like, oh, my God, they're going to cut my internet, too. Like, something's going to go down. Like, some shit is gonna go down i'm having this whole stress freak out thing i'm going i'm just scrolling on twitter like and i could not sleep for that whole night all for at&t to give me five dollars in bill credit like i had a full-on panic attack i went through so much and you're gonna give me a five dollar bill credit when my bill is like almost four hundred dollars a five dollar bill credit for the stress and the panic that i have like dealt with that night five dollars Oh, hell no. You guys will be hearing from my lawyer, okay? Because I cannot. And I'm also need my lawyer for, uh, for this. Because, girl, have you seen this Willy Wonka-inspired chocolate experience? I, I guess it took place this past weekend. And let me tell you, if I spent $45 for a ticket, plus I got to buy some of the kids' tickets... Just to see this, I'm fighting everyone. Like, I'm going to jail. This is not, this is insane. So look, this is what they were promised that they were going to get. And this is what they actually got. I mean, the flyer did say that that they were promising to create lasting memories, which, hello, they did. Because this is definitely memorable. And it's going to be funny to look back. But it is insane. Like, this thing that they put on there is so scary like i don't even know what the hell that is if i was a kid and i seen that would be terrified i don't know how long they planned this or when the tickets went on sale i don't know how long but i mean come on like this is insane this is disgusting i i'm done i'm done moving on now before i say anything i just need you guys to watch this clip from the view and listen to sunny and what she had to say See, remember Britney Spears. I was part of the Free Britney movement. I, I was horrified. I thought, you know, her children were taken from her and her, her parents are taking money from her and Free Britney. We've seen a Free Britney now out of the conservatorship. Is she still suffering? Sometimes I wonder. It seems that she is still well, suffering. Well, suffering's going to well, be inevitable. It's whether she's but, capable but, of but making decisions. Needs and, and is she capable? Because we've seen some some things that ha- has happened have happened. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way 
You guys know I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. And let me just say this. I am tired of seeing or hearing Britney Spears is not okay. Like, maybe the conservatorship was a good idea. What is this girl doing so wrong? Like, all she is doing is dancing in her living room. What has she done in the past year that she's been free where you're like, hmm, maybe the conservatorship was a good idea. Just because she's dancing in the living room, what has she physically done? She's not harming herself. She's not harming anyone else. Like, what is she doing? She's going on trips. She's living her life. Of course, she's going to have trauma and she's healing from that. She says it many times in her Instagram post um, that you guys are so clearly judging that she's been in conservatorship for 13 years and she's healing. Every day, she's healing from that. What do you guys want from her? Do you guys expect her to come back up and become this big pop star again? No, she needs to live her life. I'm tired of seeing it. And just because she's not exactly what you want doesn't mean put her in a conservatorship and let's get the old Britney Spears back. Like, that's not what it is. Many of you guys are depressed and crazy too. Should we take your rights away? Like, this is insane to me. Like, just because she's not your standard of what you expect her to be does not mean let's let's make her be that way it's so insane to me and i don't even want to talk about it because it really makes me so angry and who is she to judge like you know what she got owned on the view recently and i'm gonna leave it at that if you guys know what i'm talking about you guys know what i'm talking about but she can really go um she can really go screw herself honestly now let's talk about what's really going on p diddy puff daddy puffy you know, all of these accusations that has been coming out about him, a part of me is like, you know, he made us call him Puff Daddy. We were all calling him Daddy at one point. That should have been a sign. We should have known better right then and there. So there's a lot. So I'm going to be reading a lot. His producer has filed a lawsuit against him for sexually harassing, drugging, and threatening him for over a year. Apparently, he lived with Diddy from September of 2022 to November of 2023. And during those times, he recorded hours of video and audio of him and others allegedly engaging in serious illegal activity. And I mean, we are talking about he um, Diddy's giving them like laced alcohol with drugs, which I wouldn't mind. Honestly, I'm here for a good time. Um He's also said that there's parties including underage women and sex workers from Diddy grabbing his genitals without his consent and grooming him to have sex with another man and telling him that it was a normal practice in the music industry to murders to um, everything. And this guy says he has the proof of everything. So I'm just like, what the hell is really going on? Now, I wouldn't mind hooking up with another guy and doing some laced alcohol. Like, I'm, that's just me. But for someone who's not into it, yeah, that's crazy. Now, this is all alleged because I don't know if it's true or not. Um, but, I mean, we just heard that his ex-girlfriend, Cassie, her lawsuit, which got dropped because they paid her off for it because she was looking for something. And now this guy's asking for $30 million. Of course, P. Diddy's reps made a statement saying... They are all lies. This is a clear example of a desperate person taking desperate measures in hopes of a payday. There will be legal consequences for all defamatory statements made about the Combs family. I mean, from what I read, because I read a lot about this, this is the fifth person to come out with, uh, come out, come forward against him. All I know is where there is smoke, there is fire. So yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with this whole 
Diddy case I will be watching and I will be keeping up and we will be talking more about that. And now is the time where we talk about the Wendy Williams documentary. Man, when I tell you my heart was so broken watching it, like the first 15 minutes, you your heart just already is like, oh my God, this is horrible. Um, Wendy is clearly someone I looked up to um, and Chelsea lately. Like they, I loved them because they were so blunt and, you know, I want to follow in their footsteps. I've always felt like, oh, I could do that. Like they just talk shit like me. I love to talk shit. Um, but yeah, it was supposed to be a documentary about her comeback and where she's been, but it wasn't anything of that. As you know, Wendy has been, has always been open and honest about her substance abuse with cocaine and alcohol. And this documentary clearly shows her substance abuse with alcohol and that she was clearly being taken advantage of. I mean, throughout the documentary, before you're learning, she has dementia. And I say that loosely because it's alcohol-induced dementia. You clearly see her have a problem with drinking. I mean, but there is one quote that I love from it. And I, I'm going to use it from here on out. She says, when I, I smoke when I smoke and I licka when I licka. Like, I just love that quote. Um, while watching it, you see that she's clearly having problems. She can't remember some things. It's She's very aggressive and very mean about certain things. Uh, they ask her publicist, who's now her, like, paid friend. Like, it was her publicist, and now it's, like, her friend. Uh, they ask her if she thinks Wendy Williams has any problems. And she's like, no. From my understanding, she's better than ever. And I'm like, I hope this girl is fired by now. Like, I hope she's far away from Wendy. Like, these people are enablers. And they just want their money, pretty much. Like, they don't care about what happens to the person. They care. It was so crazy because then this girl took her to California and had her sit with um, NBC, or I don't know who she sat with, and they tried to make a a, a deal knowing Wendy's not in her right mind. And th- I was like, this girl is insane. Like, she needs to be... It was not a pretty documentary at all. And throughout the documentary, Wendy always talks about, which I love, how ever since she was six years old, she wanted to be famous and you clearly see her be famous and she's so excited and still happy about being famous, but it's like, at what price does it take? You know, I mean, obviously I, I relate to that because I remember being a little kid and I would always say like, Oh, I'm going to be a famous actor, even though I'd never acted a day in my life or knew anything about acting. But I would always say like, oh, I want to be famous. Like, I was going to be a famous actor. I remember telling my grandpa, like, I'm going to be an actor when I grow up. And he was just like, and my grandpa was like such a man, you know, he was like, you need to come up with real dreams and get a damn job. He was like, that's what you need to do. And I was like eight years old at the time. Um, Rest in peace, grandpa. It also talks about guardianships um, who's supposed to be watching out over her, but clearly they're not doing a good job. And she's like, they're milking me of all my money. Like, they're just, and you know, I know a lot about guardianships and conservatorships because I'm a Britney fan. So everything was a little sketchy to me. I did not know. I didn't trust anyone. I still don't trust anyone in that documentary. I don't know whether to trust her family, her manager. Like it just all seemed very shady to me. I didn't understand if I was someone's manager and they were like, I just, you know, it just didn't sit right with me. It didn't feel good. Um, especially when you watch the movie, I care a lot. We talked about this earlier in my podcast. You definitely look at guardianships differently. But like I said, I don't know who to believe because when money's involved, it's very hard to trust who is around you. Um, but at the end of the documentary, you see her, well, you don't see her, but 
you hear from her family that she's in a facility and she's much better. She's thinking clearly and she is ready to come out and do better. All I thought in that while watching it was she needs Brittany's lawyer, Matt Rosengard ASAP. Is his name Rosengard? Whatever his last name is. She needs him ASAP. She needs him on his team. All I know is I hope she comes back better than ever and not just on TV, but healthy. I hope she's healthy and I hope she lives the life she deserves because she gave us all iconic moments and I'd hate to see her end her life that way. We're rooting for you, Wendy. Okay, now's the time we are going to talk about music and I'm going to start with what I wanted to talk about my previous two podcasts, but... I don't even know what happened. The last one I might have forgot. And then this last one I had a glitch. So let's start there. And I want to start with my girl, Heidi Montag. She is back. She released her new song called Touch Me. And not just released because it's been a while. But anyways, when I listened to it, it was so 2010 coded. It sounded amazing. And it took me right back to when T-Pain had his um, autotune app. And I would just sing all her songs on that because she uses a lot of autotune. It just took me right back to that. And I was so excited to hear it. And I can't wait to see what else she's coming out with. And she also released her first song she ever did, which is called Higher. And I was actually thinking about that because I have like a low, low quality version from YouTube. It was so bad. And I listened to it the other day and I was like, oh my God, I wonder if they're ever going to release her uh, this song but like an hd and it's finally out it's so good you need to go listen to it i can't wait to see what heidi montag has up her sleeves i can't wait for her to come back and then we have paris hilton she announced her official comeback her second studio album will be coming out in june during pride month which i'm so excited i know she's gonna do something amazing she's gonna have a concert again or something this time i feel like it's gonna be in san francisco i could just have that feeling and i will definitely be attending because i missed her last concert and i'm not doing it again there's not much detail on her album other than she's working with sia um who's executively producing it and i can't wait because i love sia's music i love her talent and how she just comes up with music and how she could just like she's just so naturally talented so i can't wait i've always been a fan of paris hilton i genuinely love her music um there's just something about it and her like her video production is always so good like i think my favorite song from her is come alive you guys need to check it out it's so pretty the song's so nice um the visual is so pretty so i can't wait to see what she's coming up with um so yeah i will be waiting for that And then we have some new music that has come out since my last podcast. And I know everyone's been loving this song. And it actually went number one on the Hot 100, making her the first black woman to get a number one country song, which is insane. Texas Hold'em by Beyonce. Yes. Now, I'm glad everyone's loving it, but I do not. I listened to it once and I was like, "Uh uh-uh, nope. I won't be listening to her album either because country is just not for me. I am not a country like that just doesn't feel good in my ear. You know, um, the most country I like is Carrie Underwood and that's pretty pop. So yeah, I will not be listening, but I also don't appreciate the hate that she's getting for doing country because first of all, she's from Texas. That's the most country state I've ever known of. So let her make her music and, do what you got to do, Beyonce, because you're slaying. We also had Dua Lipa come out with her new song, Training Sessions. 
And out of all of the new pop girls, I just have to say Dua Lipa is it for me. Like she has mastered pop music and what it's supposed to sound like. Although her music isn't doing very well right now, like it's not charting as good as it should. But I I think that's because she's milked her last album for like eight years is what it seemed like. Like it just went on for like 10 decades. Um, So I feel like people are just like not like it's just another, you know, Dua Lipa song from her last album. There was no break in between to give people like, oh, where's Dua Lipa been? You know, it's just, oh, here's more music. Uh, But it's really good. So I really can't wait for this album to come out because I'm really excited for what she does. And then we have someone who I don't really listen to and I didn't really care about until her last song because I really liked it. Kill Bill. Let me tell you, SZA released her new song called Saturn and I am obsessed. I really think I became a scissor. I think that's what, I don't know if that's what she calls her fans, but I am now a scissor because this song, I listen to it constantly. It's so good. I need to go back and listen to her her older music because I was like, damn, is this what she's always sounded like? I've just never paid attention. Uh, Yeah, I think I'm obsessed. Wait, I take it back. I am not a scissor because I forgot that she made a statement about cancer saying she doesn't make music for cancers and I'm a cancer, hello, And I looked her up, actually, and she's a Scorpio. So I'm like, girl, we're both water signs. Like, why are we not sticking together? But you want to act like that? Then I don't like Scorpios, which is a lie because my mom's a Scorpio. So and my sister and her mom's actually a cancer. So, you know, I get it. But girl, don't come for my sign like that. Like, we got to stick together. Okay, let's hate on the fire signs. No, we can't hate on the fire signs either because that's my best friends and my Britney Spears and my husband. So. Let's hate on the earth signs. Yeah, let's hate on the earth signs. Also, on another podcast, I was just talking shit about Madison Beer. Madison Beer, I apologize. So I was saying, like, you know, there's no pop girls I look forward to anymore. Like, I'm looking for Britney. She's retiring. Selena Gomez is retiring. I do like Madison Beer, but I feel like she hasn't found herself musically, and she sounds like too much other artists. She slapped me in the face because her new song... Make You Mine is so good. And I was like, okay, maybe she found her sound now because this doesn't sound like anything that's out there. I can't wait for the new album. If it sounds like this, I'm going to love it. Although she just came out the new album September of last year. So I'm like, oh, well, okay. But that was a sad girl album. So I'm excited for this new one. If it's the same direction as this song, Make You Mine, I can't wait. And I will be watching and waiting and listening. Another pop girly that came out with a song was my girl, Selena Gomez. I love her new song. It's called Love On. And listen, I know a lot of people hate on her, and I don't understand why, because she comes out with nothing but bangers. And I say this constantly because actually, if you look at the end of the day, if you name like Love You Like a Love Song, like if you list all of her songs, you're like, oh yeah, I listened to about 80% of them. So I don't want to hear the Selena Gomez hate. Her new song's good. And she honestly deserves recognition for that because she is a good artist. Just like Miley Cyrus. She wasn't getting her flowers, but now she is getting her flowers. And I'm excited for her new song with Pharrell called um, Dr. Work It Out or something like that. It comes out this Friday. Um, She posted a clip on Instagram if you want to go see. She has her beautiful big hair that she did at the Grammys. It's so cute. I can't wait to hear the rest of it. And I can't wait to... No, she doesn't have a new album coming out. I don't know. I'm just excited for Miley Cyrus. I love Miley Cyrus, and I love Selena Gomez. I love my Disney girls, you know? And then 
I saved this person for last because I'm sure I'll get a lot of hate for it because, you know, I'm not supposed to like him because I am a Britney Spears fan. But listen, Justin Timberlake came out with his new song called Drown. And when I tell you it's good, it's good. I don't tell you it's good. Uh, His past two songs that he released are just so good. And I'm like, they're my vibe. Like, what am I supposed to say? They're my vibe. I think I know the reason why they're my vibe, though. It's because there's no other pop male star out there right now. Like, this, these songs are something I'm like, oh, I can hear Justin Bieber sing them. And I liked Justin Bieber's music. So I'm just like, well, what am I supposed to do? I, I like him. There's no other pop man out there. Although, it made me think, like, maybe it's my time. Maybe it's my time to shine. Like, I need to make an album. I need to make some music. And I'm going to do the damn thing. Like, could you imagine? I would literally set the industry on fire in a good way. Because, you know, I'd be amazing. My visionaries, everything would be amazing. Um, And, you know, I like Lil Nas X, but he's just not doing it for me either right now. I don't even know if he's released a new song after his Jesus Christ song. So, I don't know. We'll see what's going to happen in the music world for um this year a lot's coming out normani chloe bailey like so many so many artists are coming out with new albums i can't wait and i still haven't watched jlo's movie it's gonna take a while till i get there but i will watch it and i will report back on that so yeah thank you all for listening thank you guys for watching listening don't forget to subscribe all right until next time